Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing, my friends? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas. And this is episode number 287. 287. How are you doing? How are you doing, you bastards? Well, folks, uh, apparently you guys saw the video that I put on Twitter and uh, Facebook and uh and uh, Instagram, and it was it was where I asked you guys the question: uh, to forgive or to erase. That's what I want to talk about. Do you forgive somebody that did something bad to you, or do you erase their punk asses? That's what I asked. That's the question. And the reason I asked that is because there are a couple of things happened to me recently that made me realize I had to make that choice: to forgive somebody or to erase somebody. And by erase, I don't mean kill them. <laughs> That's still illegal. It is okay. Never mind. Then don't 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 do that. <laughs> <clears throat> But here's the point. Now, in this particular scenario, someone does something to you that's significant, that's bad. They betray your trust and their betrayal of your trust leads to a financial loss on your part when you were trying to do the right thing and they screwed you, betrayed your trust and it cost you money. How much money? That's not particular. That's not important. I'm not going to say it's enough that you notice it, that you feel it, but not enough where it keeps you from paying a bills. But you definitely feel it. You definitely notice it. And it takes a little while to get you back to square one. OK, that's what I'm talking about. And this person did that to me. Now, here's the thing. I was really, really angry really angry, not just because of the bread, but because they betrayed my trust. They said they were going to do this and this and this and this. And not only did they not do this and this and this, they played games, hoping that you would forget about it, meaning I would forget about it, stretched everything out, dragged their feet, played games. And when you were persistent, they hid away and you knew they had to come near where you are, but they hid away. They hid like punks. And when you realize that they're hiding from you, you get angry. Four months after this, I wanted to choke slam his punk ass. Five months later, I just wanted to slap the crap out of him. And six months later, I was just mad. Not mad all the time, not consistently mad, just mad if this person's name came up or if I saw a relative of this person or if I thought I saw the person, you know. And then I saw the guy. Right. It was one of those situations where he couldn't avoid me, even though I'm pretty sure he wanted to when he saw me. Now, under normal circumstances, I know that this dude is a huge piece of crap. I know it. It's been proven by his actions. And you figure even though he's a piece of crap, there'd be something inside of this piece of crap, knowing he made you feel like crap. And the thing he did to you was crappy. He would go, you know what? I'm a piece of crap. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to apologize because I'm a piece of crap. And instead of going to look at Santa, I'm sorry, man. That's man. I'm sorry. You know, I did this and this, that, but tried to pay you back in some way. This, that, big, big, I would have known it was completely horseshit because well he's a piece of crap but at the very least you would know that there's at least in the gallon of him there's a couple of drops of conscious in it but as it turns out i looked into the clear bottle that's a gallon of him and it was clear all the way through not two drops of conscious floating all through it why because that piece of crap walked up to me and goes hey s how's it going buddy hey s how's it going buddy and I'm looking at him and I'm like, and, and there's a part of me that just going, I, I want to just, just, just 
don't don't and I'm going, you know what? I'm not going to smack the crap out of this guy because I'm not that type of person. I'm not the type of person that'll slap the crap out of somebody unless they try to slap the crap out of me, even though I really wanted to slap the crap out of this person. But I'm not going to go to jail for slapping the crap out of this person. I'm also not going to do that because I know some of the same people he knows and I don't want to get into the thing where they have to choose sides or also I don't want his crazy family to blow up my house because if they did that, then my house would be blown up and then I would, you know, want to do something back and but I wouldn't want to do anything back but that's not beside the point shut up punks so I looked at him and I go yeah. and he looks at me like eh. and I get in my car and drive off and even though I was driving off and he was standing right there there was a party when that goes you know if I actually ran his ass over right now it would look like an accident <laughs> I mean no I did not think that because that would be wrong <laughs> edit point okay move on but there comes a time when you have to make a decision. Do you forgive a person or do you erase the person? And when I say forgive, I don't mean go, well, let's just go along like everything, like nothing happened. We're going to pretend like nothing happened. We're going to go back to being friendly. We're going to hang out. Yeah, I'm not talking about that type of forgiveness. When I say forgive, when I use the word forgive, when I say forgive, I mean not allow this person to affect my life in a negative way, meaning not make me not trust other people, not make me sit there and stew over it and be angry, not make me think about this person constantly. I'm talking about that or I can completely erase that person and just act like they don't exist whatsoever. And that's why I asked you that question on, on social media. What do you do when somebody makes you really, really angry and four to six months later, you're still angry? What do you do? Now, this was only one of two times this happened very, very recently. I'll tell you what I did with the first person in a little while. There was the second thing. And it's really weird how they kind of came together within the same week, same week, same week, run into an old girlfriend of mine. And she comes up to me. Hey, yes. Hey. Oh, did I mention that this was the girl, one of the girlfriends? I didn't have that many people cheat, but this was one of the ones that did. The cheater. A cheater. A fact she should change her name to a cheater. <laughs> it would be appropriate. And she comes up to me, hey, yes. And then she tries to hug me and tries to kiss me on the mouth. And I'm thinking, you're lucky you're getting cheek, honey. <laughs> hey, you, you, lo you lost weight. You're looking good. Because that's what she started to sound like to me. Because we didn't exactly leave on the best terms. Oh, no. What terms did we leave on? Me going, hey. I don't like you. I never want to see you again. Don't call me. Get away from me. You know, that kind of stuff. And she was in, she was asking me if I'm seeing anybody. Am I married? Hey, are you free for dinner? No. 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 Oh. Oh. She was one of the people, and I'll tell you right up front, that I decided to erase. 
right? It's like I said, to forgive would imply that you would still have that person around. You know, you wouldn't avoid them, but you know, if you saw them, you'd have pleasantries with them. Hey, what's going on? Hey, little punk ass pleasantries. I didn't even want that with her. And you want to know why? Well, I'll tell you. She was someone I dated for a little while. And I, you know how you date someone. Sometimes you date someone just because you want to date someone or you date someone because you think they're cute and you want to jump on top of them. But then there's times you date someone, you think they're special and you're going, you know what? If this date, if the relationship lasts longer than a certain period of time, hopefully it will continue to last on until one of us croaks of natural causes, of course. <laughs> Sometimes you have to say that up front. But this person as it turns out, was not the kind of person that you can trust. How do I know she let another guy put his penis in her? Sometimes, call me crazy, that's a deal breaker for me when you let another guy put his penis in your vagina. I kind of don't like that. I don't like that at all. I had plenty of opportunities to put my penis in other women's vaginas. I am a stand-up comedian. I stand on stage. Hundreds of people see me per show, thousands during the course of a week. And I walk off the stage and I mean, not, I'm not, I'm no great shakes, but I, there was not one weekend that goes by when I used to perform on a regular basis where I walked off stage with during the course of the weekend, at least one woman didn't go, Hey, would you like to put your penis in my vagina? In which case, if I had a girlfriend, I would go, no, I cannot do that. And if I didn't have a girlfriend, how can I put this? I don't want to say what I would do, but it rhymes with me banging them. <laughs> Edit point. I'm going to have to cut that part out anyway. So it's not like I was hurting for access to vaginas and I had vaginas offered to me on a regular basis. Women were going, hey, you know, you're kind of cute and you're funny, but you like have access to my delicious vagina. And because I'm the kind of guy that's nice, I would go, yes, I would actually love some access to your delicious vagina. And then when I would have sex with him, I'd have my pinky up, you know, because I wanted to be all proper and stuff. <laughs> that's also weird. I'm going to edit that out back to the story. But to be serious, I never cheated on her. I never thought about it. Never crossed my mind. I've never cheated on anyone. I'm 48. I'll be 49 this month. Never cheated. Never will. That's not who I am. Don't do it. Ain't going to do it. But she did not feel the same way. This was a while ago when we were together, but she didn't feel the same way. We had a fight. And we were like, oh, you, you, yeah, well, how about you? Get, get, get. And you have fights as couples. We didn't live together. And sometimes you don't talk to each other for a day, maybe even two days, maybe even three days, or maybe, you know, a week. But in this particular case, we didn't talk to each other for three days. Right? And during the course of that three days, um, I think I already told you what happened. She allowed some other dude to, to put his penis in her vagina. I, on the other hand, continued to perform and was offered women and say, hey, you're kind of cute. And that was very funny. Would you like to come back? But where's your hotel? I would like to know if I could go back to your hotel room and you could put your thing in my stuff. And I would go, no, 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 no. I had a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. I can't do it. And even though we were mad at each other, I didn't do it. She comes back to me looking all guilty. And I'm thinking she's feeling guilty because she thought I did something that I didn't do. Blame me for something that I didn't do. Something that I never even thought about doing. And she blamed me and got mad at me. And I don't want to talk to you. You come back. And goes off and bangs someone. And she comes back to me. And she didn't tell me she went off and banged someone. I kind of would have liked to know that. But she immediately comes back looking guilty and feeling guilty. And I go, are you all right? Yeah. And as it turns out, she found out during the course of the day. And But after the guy put his penis in her vagina, she found that I didn't do what she thought I did. And if she had come and asked me, I would have been able to show her paperwork that showed her 
that I was in a specific place and thus couldn't have done the thing she thought I did. And then she wouldn't have had the other guy's penis in her vagina, but she did. And what does she do? She comes back and bangs me 50 or 60 times. And after the 50 or 60th bang, she goes, you know, doing that three days. I go, yeah. Well, there was another guy. I said, well, you went out on a date or something. Uh, you know, I'm upset by that, but that's okay. Uh, no, it's more than that. Did you kiss the dude? Yes. I'm like, well, that's, that, that's, that, that sucks. But you know, you know, I'm, I'm mad, mad about that. But, but you know, I mean, we're, we're already back together and everything's cool. I, I forgive you. Well, then something else happened. Uh, what was that? Did it rhyme with his meanness in your vagina? She goes, yes, it does rhyme with meanness in my vagina. I said, okay. So another dude was in your vagina with his penis. Yes. And I said, and you came back and banged me 50 to 60 times after you banged that dude. Yes. I immediately get up, walk out of the room, walk to a, well, drive to a free clinic, check out my stuff, find out that I'm clean, come back to the house and say, you out. Because not only was I pissed off for the fact that she went off and allowed another guy to put his penis in her vagina, I was also pissed off by the fact that she didn't let me put my penis in her vagina after this other dude put his penis in the vagina, which was not that big of a deal, penis me going in her after another guy went in her because she wasn't a virgin when we met. But condoms are not 100% effective. They're very effective. They're probably 92 or 93, maybe even 95% effective in keeping you from becoming pregnant. Maybe you have the same percentage of of a uh, of, uh, percentage of effectiveness when it comes to STDs. But you know what's 100% effective? Not letting another guy jam his penis into your vagina. So there was even if it was only a 2 to 3% chance you could have brought home some diseases or got knocked up by another guy, you still exposed me to that. And for that, I don't forgive. We broke up and I go away. And I didn't forgive her, meaning at some point in the future that we could re- we could re- re- retain some kind of friendliness. I took out the eraser <laughs> and erased her punk ass. Now we go back to when we ran into each other, and she's like, "Hey, be 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 be," and she's talking to me, and I've already erased her. <laughs> By the way, that's the erasing sound. <laughs> that's what it sounds like if you're if you're erasing. You know, there's some young people listening going. Eraser, what's that? Why don't you just hit the delete button? Shut up, punks. We used pencils back in the day. In my day, we used pencils. And we wrote with this thing that had lead on the tip. And if we made a mistake, we'd turn the pencil backwards and we'd take the eraser and rub it across the offending word or the mistake. And it would sound like this. And then we'd take our hand and wipe off the remnants. And sometimes we'd blow the paper. And then the word would be gone. It would be gone. And in the same place where there was a word, you could take the lead stick and correct the mistake or rewrite the word. But the good thing is, if you messed up again, well, we didn't have Google in my day. You had to know how to actually spell stuff. And if you made a mistake again, there wasn't a red line under the word that would tell you you spelled it wrong. And you couldn't tap the paper and get suggestions. And you couldn't check the suggestions and tap one of the suggestions when you found out a suggestion that was the correct word and have it replaced. We used erasers and we liked it. I'm not that old F y'all back to the store. So I erased her. 
And she goes, and she kind of got the point because I wasn't contributing to the conversation, really. I contributed to the conversation. I've actually been nicer to telemarketers who called me in the middle of football games than I was to her. Not that I was rude, but I made it very clear and as, and as nice as I could that I had no interest in talking to her. I was very cordial. She tried to hand me her phone number. I said, no, that's all. I said, no, that's all right. I'm, I'm a very busy guy. I, don't, I really don't have time to have dinner with you. Can I call you? You know what? And I, and she kept she kept pushing it. And eventually I just had to say, listen, we're not a part of each other's lives for a reason. I wish you well over there. But I don't want us to be a part of each other's lives anymore. There's just been too much baggage. I don't want us to pretend like we're going to be friends because it's not going to happen. I tried to give her an out. I tried to give her an out. I tried to give her an out. I tried to give her an out, but she had been erased. <laughs> but she did. And I wiped the paper off. She was on the paper and she gave, she kept making the mistake of writing her name on the paper. But I kept telling her I didn't want her name on the paper. So she'd write her name in potential girlfriend again. And I took out the eraser and I said, oh, hell no. And she said she saw me erase it. Then she took the lead stick and wrote, please take me back. And I took out my eraser and said, oh, hell no. And she tried to write down, I'm a different person now. And I took out my eraser because I'm also a different person because I know who you are and I don't have want to waste my time with your punk ass. So I erased it again. <laughs> you know, in my day, you know how you just take a whole page and you click an X at the top and you erase it. When you click that X and erase, it just folds down the whole page. It gets rid of the whole thing. You can hit the home button and get out of there. Well, in my day, you used to take a piece of paper and go to this thing we like to call a shredder and you take the page and you put it inside of the shredder and the shredder will take the paper and chop it up into little pieces so you can't write on it again and then you put it in another bag and you shake it in two well i know you know what this is a recycle bin and you put it in there and the people that take the paper take it someplace else and do stuff to it so you can use it again you know you, you don't know what paper is do you you don't know what a newspaper is do you damn kids don't know nothing i'm shaking a stick if this wasn't a podcast, you could see me shaking my cane right now and giving you a stern look with furrowed brow. You damn kids. Back to the story. And she finally got the point. Right. And I was so happy that she now realized I don't want her around. I actually gave her a hug, a peck on the cheek and I let her walk away. And she walked away. She kind of looked back thinking I was going to change my mind because I looked because her ass looks as incredible as it did back when I used to have sex with her. And I, there was a part of me that looked at her butt going, I, I used to have access to that on a regular basis. And I probably could have access. To, I could actually literally run over there right now and say, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'll take you back. And within 20 minutes, I could be at her house and then and, and tearing that sweet thing up. But but then nah, now that's cool. I'm going to look away now because if I look at this butt for about three more seconds, that's not going to happen. I'm a strong man. I erased her and let her move on. Back to the, the money jackass. Hey, ass, how's it going, buddy? 
I wanted to choke slam this bastard so bad. I wanted to play the Undertaker music from the WWE and walk up to him really slowly. Take off my hat, do that thing with the tongue and the look, roll the eyes in the back of my head, and have some of that that's the, the devil music in the background, and then rest in peace and pile drive his punk ass, even though that move's been illegal for a while because of concussion protocol. <laughs> but as I sat there looking at him, and I got angrier and angrier and angrier. And why did I get angrier and angrier and angrier at this piece of crap? Because I remember the times when he used to avoid the crap about it. I remember the times when I saw his punk ass when I was going to go up to his ass, but I couldn't get to his ass. He'd be across the street at the gas station. I'm going, that's that punk ass that owes me. I'm going to go over to that punk ass. And by the time I got across the street, I know his punk ass saw me. He peels out of the parking lot like he's in an episode of a damn chase movie or some crap like that and almost running over people. And I'm going, geez, dude, I wasn't going to kill you. At least I don't think I was. <laughs> Just kidding. Edit point. Cut that out. Back to the story. So, and there were times he avoided me the same. He was and he was really smooth about the avoiding thing, you know. Because we've all done that thing where you're avoiding someone. You're not. You don't. You're not gonna not gonna beat your ass, but you just don't want to talk to their punk ass. You just don't want to see their punk ass. You just want to let the punk ass keep moving on. You're in the supermarket. You see somebody at the other end of the aisle. You don't want to talk to the person. You don't want to see the person. You don't want to be around the person. You want that person to keep moving, and you you just don't want to be around them. But you know you can't just abruptly walk down the aisle because the quick motion will draw their attention you can't turn around too quickly because if you turn around too quickly there's a part of their brain that'll make them go what's that moving and they'll look hey that's him right there let's go over there and, and be annoying so you have to very carefully but be really really intent on looking at that can of spam as you slowly turn your back to the person and you kind of you know just kind of very nonchalantly do it and you hope they don't notice you and you hope they keep moving yeah well that's the kind of thing he did to me I remember being in the supermarket and I remember seeing somebody with that big donut head like this piece of crap. I'm like, that can't be him. There's no way in the world. He's, I haven't seen him in a while. That can't be him. And I didn't pay attention. I didn't realize that he was doing exactly what I just described to you a moment ago. Very nonchalantly turning sideways, looking at the very intently at a can of soup and just kind of turning his back a little bit and kind of turning his back a little bit. And he, and you, you look and you're going, and, and you, it's a part of your brain going, is that him? But you're going, that can't be him. It can't be him. And then you get to the cash register you got your money out and your stuff is up and then you see his car and you know that's his car and you see that's him and you know it's him and you can't run out the store and go out there and pile drive his punk ass you can't crack him in his face stand on the top of some unsuspecting person's car and jump off the top rope like jimmy Superfly snooker and frog splash his punk ass which is what you want to do you can't do it oh gonna walk up to me talking about high ass how's it going you punk ass bastard it's been a long time and i realize i'm still angry but not angry enough to walk over there and pimp slap the bastard not that angry because as it turns out like i said over the course of time the little bit of the damage i shouldn't say a little bit of the damage that this guy has caused has been rectified everything's back to normal now I still would like him to make, you know, uh, make amends for what he did. 
but it would just be worth too much trouble because then I have to have to deal with this piece of crap on a regular basis. I'd have to keep on them like a collection agency and then it would be uncomfortable with some of the other people that we both know and it would be really weird and then I'd get angry and I'd want to choke slam his punk ass. I want to knock him to the ground, run against the rope and then leg drop him like I'm Hulk Hogan back in the 80s before he started saying racist stuff that where people could hear it. I want to give him the old rock bottom. I want to give him the stone cold stunner. As you can tell, I was watching a bunch of uh, wrestling videos on YouTube while eating a sandwich. <laughs> I like the attitude era. F y'all. But then I realized I'm going to keep running across this bastard. And even though I'm not going to say hi to his ass and he's going to realize I'm not saying hi to his ass and I'm not going to talk to his punk ass and we'll never converse again and we'll never be friendly again. And if somehow we're stuck on an elevator, his punk ass is going to be over there. My, my punk ass is going to be over here and I'm not even going to acknowledge his punk ass existence. But I won't be angry anymore. I'll just think of him as somebody that was a bad or misspelled word on a piece of paper. And every time he's around me, instead of getting angry, I'm just going to erase everything. Every time I think about how much I want to kick him in his face, I'm going to erase those feelings. Every time I want to go and hire somebody who has a special karate move designed to, to kick people in the balls and have it hurt for exactly one hour, I'm going to go, no, kung fu ball kicker, no. But, sir, I have a special karate move where I find people that have caused men, caused medium, medium level financial damage to people. And I have a special move where I can kick them in the balls and it will hurt for exactly 60 minutes, which is basically enough to make you feel better about the way he treated you because you don't want anything really bad to happen to him. You just want him to suffer from a ball kick for 60 minutes and that would be enough to make you feel better, make you feel whole. Correct? Yeah, if he got kicked in the balls and it hurt for exactly 60 minutes, that would be enough for me, but I, I don't really want to do that. Just remember, it will be no permanent damage. It will just be one kick to the balls because of my special technique. He will be going, oh God, my balls are hurting. It's 58 minutes, ah, 59 minutes, ah, 60 minutes. Ah, I'm cool now. That's what's going to happen if I kick him in the balls. Exactly 60 minutes of intense ball pain. And then he will be fine. There will be no permanent damage. It will not cost you much. I have a payment plan you can you can have. You give me 10 easy payments of $29.95 and I will kick him in the balls. But wait, there's more. There's more. I will also pull his nipples until, and they will hurt for 30 minutes. But you have to act now. You have to act now. You have to order now because if you order it in stores, it will just be the ball kick. The nipple, the nipple pull comes only if you order now. Act now. Shipping and handling is extra. Wow, that's, uh, that's kind of weird, dude, that you, you're selling ball kicks and nipple pulls. I mean, I just, you know, with my luck, he'll be into that shit, and then I will have paid for the ball kick and the nipple pull, and then he'll be like, "Hey, man, thanks a lot." Nah, but I, I can't, I can't take that risk. Also, you're weirding me out. Okay, but just remember, you have no, or the, only the first two hundred people that called the, the, the nipple pull. Could you do me a favor and get out of my house now? Okay, I have not sold one of these yet. I should probably go back to selling cars. That would be a good idea. Also, if you don't leave in five seconds, I'm going to call the police. I will be leaving now. I should have kicked you in the balls. What was that? Nothing. <laughs> F y'all. 
So when it came to the ex-girlfriend who allowed the other guy to put his thing in her stuff, I erased her punk ass. There was no reason to think about her anymore. And I'm not even angry about her anymore because I've erased her. And as far as that punk ass that started this whole thing, I've erased his punk ass too. I know I'm going to run into him, but I'm not even going to acknowledge his punk ass existence. He's going to be basically the significance of the tree that I park in front of. Just there. Don't have to deal with it. Just there. You know, I think that's the best way to go. Because I don't want to be one of those people that allows people to piss me off on a regular basis, especially somebody I have to see. Now, the girlfriend is long gone. I, I, I don't you know. She, she, you know, like I said, if she waves to me, I wave to her from across the street, but I'm not going to talk to her. This mother sucker here. If he waves to me, I ain't even going to acknowledge his punk ass existence. He knows what he did. He knows how to rectify the situation. And until he does F him. Full disclosure, even if somehow he comes up to me and goes, here, man, here's the bread and here's some extra bread because I was a douchebag. I would go, thank you. But his punk ass is still erased because he shouldn't have made me wait that long and it shouldn't have taken this much time. That bastard. Now, some of you that have written to me have gone, you know what, man, you should forgive people. That's, you know, you should forgive people. <laughs> Love you because you're a listener and because you're great people. But F that crap. I erase people, damn it. I forgive you if you do something stupid. If you make a mistake, I'll forgive you. If you do something dumb, I'll forgive you. If you do something out of character and I know you probably won't do it again and it doesn't do any much damage, I'll forgive you. But these two people, one that went off and boned another dude and could have brought back something to me, hell no. And this other chump who did this crap and messed me up and cost me some bread and messed up my stuff for a little while, hell no. F both of them. So my answer in this particular case, in these particular two cases, to forgive or erase, <laughs> I went with erase. <laughs> You're damn right. Yeah. <laughs> Segment over. What up, everybody? This your boy B Rob, the host of the Random Ramblers with Rob podcast, to where we have random guests and we have random conversation. I don't know why we're saying we because it's just me, but I guess it's we in the sense that I have a guest uh, weekly, uh, airs every Sunday and everything. So I guess it's we like that. We French. So check it out. Go to randomrobcast.com. Or check me out on Instagram at Random Realms with Rob or Twitter at It's B Rob, I T S B R O B. All right, folks, let's just talk about the bandwagon bastards. You know, people that just kind of jump on the bandwagon and a lot of times we usually it's usually a celebrity or somebody like that where a person is a hot celebrity right now and people that don't even really like the music that much they kind of just buy into all the bull crap and they'll get on they'll jump on the bandwagon and act like they're a fan of a person because they're the hot person right now and it's annoying you ask them what's your favorite whoop de whoop song uh the one that's on the radio right now that everyone likes and you're going, you ain't even a fan of that person because when the person's next album comes out and there's a new toy in the in the industry they follow that person. You know, they're just bandwagon bastards. And you know what that's like. You know what the deal is with that. 
It's the same with people that bandwagon fans of a sports team, right? They don't really give too much of a crap about the team until the team's winning. When the team's winning, they're all over the place. They got the jerseys on. They're buying the tickets. They're buying the merchandise. They're buying condoms or, or tampons with the team logo on it. They're doing all of that kind of crap. And you know damn well they don't give a crap about the team. They don't even know who's on the team. They're the bandwagon bastards. And it's the same thing with the political parties. There's people that just kind of go along with the program, go along. They're just bandwagon bastards when it comes to the political parties. They don't give a damn about anything else. They just want to use the political party to score points against a group of people or groups of people that they don't like. And that that party is doing it. So they're all for it. But if somebody in that party actually has some sense and starts showing some compassion, all of a sudden they jump off. Wait a second. You're not hating the people that I hate. I don't like you. Come on, man. Now, when I watch everything that's going on right now, you see people on on there right now. Now, when maybe when the first couple people started burning football jerseys, maybe they really felt that way. Maybe they had a real unique feeling about it. But after a while, you know, when you see people burning the 50th, the 50th and the 60th and the 100th person burning a, a jersey, you ain't doing nothing but the burning jersey challenge. I don't even buy that you're really that big of a, it's really that big of a deal that when you burn in a jersey, you gotta be kidding me. There's people on there trying to burn jerseys and the jersey doesn't even burn, right? If you were really that serious about burning a jersey, you would have made a second take where the jersey actually burnt up. You wouldn't just put that crap out there and you wouldn't have done it on live video because you would want to make it, make sure that the crap burnt, you dumb bastards. Some of these people that are burning the jerseys, Come on, man. We know that the real reason you're burning a jersey has nothing to do with what you say it is. The only reason you're burning a jersey is because it's a lot more expensive to burn a cross and you ain't got the kind of time to go out and buy the wood and the gas and put it on the lawn and then set it on fire because that might cost you $300 in wood. And this is a jersey that you had for a while and you only spent 50 bucks on it. You ain't fooling anybody, you bastards. Can we just act like adults now and realize that there's going to be times when we just absolutely disagree with people and disagree with each other and that it's okay. If you think that kneeling for the anthem is a bad idea, that's okay. Right? You don't necessarily have to hate the team and hate the people because they disagree with you. Maybe their experience is a little bit different than yours. Maybe things happen to them that don't happen to you. You ever think of that? We will acknowledge this as men that women have different experiences than, than we have, right? Women have different problems than we have. When a woman's pregnant, they're going to feel pain and discomfort that they can describe to us, but we're never really going to understand it. They're going to feel pain in the room with the doctor when the baby's coming out of their body. We don't, we will never understand what it's like to have a baby crawl out of our genitals. We'll never understand it, right? But would it make any sense to look at your wife while she's sitting there going, yeah, as the baby's crawling out of her body and being dragged out of her body by the doctor and all of that kind of crap where you're going, you know, well, my genitals aren't ripping open right now and uh, there's no baby coming out of me right now. So, uh, you know, I don't really know why you're yelling. You know, I mean, it doesn't seem that big of a deal. You know, I mean, uh, 
Every woman does it. So since it's something that every woman does, I don't even know why you're yelling. What's with all the yelling? You know what I mean? I'm trying to listen to the game on my wall, my, uh, my, uh, my phone right now. And, you know, is there any way you could keep the yelling down? You know, is there any way you could save up all the yelling you're doing right now because this is really hurting badly? And, uh, you know, you're going to yell for about, uh, about an hour because it's going to take about an hour for this to finish up. Is there any way you could, you could actually yell and scream because of the intense pain when the game's over with, you know, uh, like go into a closet or something and then go, you know, I'll soundproof it for you. And then you could go in there and yell and scream for the exact amount of time that it actually hurts because right now I'm listening to a football game and you're inconveniencing me. Uh, this really isn't the time for you to yell and scream because of the intense pain. I'm going to need you to do it at another time. This is really not the right right time. What about me? Yes, they're in intense pain. Yes, we're inside of an operating room and a doctor was taking the baby out. Yes, you're having a C-section. Yes, you're being stitched up. Yes, yes, yes. But I can't hear the football game and you're being inconsiderate to me. You know what I'm going to do right now? I want you to hold your phone. I'm going I'm to live stream something. And then you go home and you find all of her panties and you're going to see... I don't like the way you treated me in that, in that room when we were having a baby. You squeezed my hand too hard. You started giving me evil looks when I'm trying to enjoy the football game. You were yelling so loud that even though I had earbuds in, I couldn't even hear the calls. So right now I'm going to live stream me burning your sexy lingerie. We're never going to have sex again because last time we had sex, look at this. Look what a mess you are down there. You have got stitches and all of that kind of gross stuff down there. Oh, so I got to help you clean yourself and you I'm going to have to help you walk around the house now and we can't have sex for six weeks. Oh, boy. Wow. Just because you wanted to have a kid. Now I'm inconvenienced. I got to help you get into the bathroom. I got to help you up the steps for the first week. What do you mean you can't do the laundry? Oh, you just you had a baby two days ago and now all of a sudden you expect help. for Wait a minute. Maybe I wanted some milk. So you're not even going to go to the store and buy milk. Oh, you don't care because you get to make milk for the baby. So the baby gets milk and I don't. Oh, really? That's just not fair. I know what I'm going to do. You stay here and hold on to your phone. I'm going to live stream something to you. Here, can you see it? I'm now burning the baby diapers because I'm not changing crap. Does that sound stupid what I just said, that little scenario? Of course it does. But isn't it all kind of stupid? People being really, really upset because somebody wants to protest. I know it may not be something you want to see, but is it really that offensive? And before you ask, yes, I have veterans in my family and no, none of them is offended. And I know you're going, yeah, but your 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 relatives and your family are, are black. So, you know, maybe that's just a thing. Yeah. But I also have friends that are that are veterans and most of them are white and of some of some other ethnic group, and they're also not offended. Granted, I'm in an area of the country that leans left, so maybe that's the case. But what I'm saying is this, my friends. It's okay if somebody thinks a little bit different than you. Just take into account that they may have a different experience. And because they have a different experience, different things may happen to them. And if because different things happen to them, it may affect them in a way that you don't understand. A little ridiculous scenario I did where the husband was protesting the wife by burning the Victoria's Secret and protesting the baby by burning diapers. That sounds silly. But 
if you really think about it, in that particular scenario, he was just completely oblivious to what the wife was going through. And because he was slightly inconvenienced, he went over the top of this reaction. How much different is that than what's going on right now? I'm going to boycott the NFL because a bunch of people I don't know knelt down for 15 seconds. Yeah, I'm going to try to destroy the game that I love the most because someone that I don't know knelt down. Even if they were disrespecting the flag, which I don't believe they were, you know what I would say if I was offended by it? Fuck them. And then I would go on watching the football game if I was a person that was offended by that. But I'm not. What I'm offended by is the over the top reaction to these people. Because if you're reacting over to the over the top and boycotting and booing and making a lot of noises and burning jerseys and being all upset and I'm going to boycott the sponsors. I would have to ask you this respectfully. How do you think the parents of children that were killed wrongfully and the spouses of the people that were killed wrongfully and the friends of of the people that were killed wrongfully and the people that were killed wrongfully, how do you think they feel and the people around them feel? Right? Ask yourself how you would feel if someone in power, it doesn't matter what position they're in, whether they're a judge or a police officer, whatever it is, they're in the position of power over you and you didn't do anything wrong. And that person dropped the hammer on a loved one. And instead of being punished, that person was slapped on the wrist, if that. And then a whole bunch of people try to act like your relative did something wrong. How would that feel to you? What would you do? What if you decided to protest in some way, a way that's not really, really disruptive, and all of a sudden millions of people started calling your names and burning stuff and burning things of you in effigy and started calling names and trying to act like you hate the country that you don't hate, that you actually love? How would that make you feel? It would probably make you feel pretty bad. All I'm saying is we can disagree on things and we don't have to actually hate each other. We can actually say, why are you doing that? Well, I'm I'm offended that you're doing that, but tell me why you're doing it before I'm offended. Well, the reason I'm doing that is because of this. Whoa, you know, if I actually put myself in your position, I probably would do something myself. Maybe not that, but definitely something to raise awareness. And if that's the case, you might actually take a knee with him. Or if you decide that taking a knee was wrong, you would go, instead of being upset at you for protesting, I'm going to try to help you solve the problem. And by solving the problem, I make the protest that you're having right now something you don't have to do anymore. I could use the same amount of effort to help you solve the problem because if the people in the same numbers that are being upset actually applied that rage and applied that force and applied that volume to solving the problem, then these people wouldn't have to take a knee. It's actually easier to do it that way. And there's not a lot of hate around. There's a lot of, you'd actually have, instead of building enemies and burning bridges, you'd be building bridges and building friendships and the country would be better. Right. 
I don't care if you don't like Rocky Road ice cream. I would just go, well, Rocky Road ice cream isn't for me. I wouldn't get mad at you and start burning down Rocky Road ice cream factories. Right? I would just go, well, I guess you like Rocky Road ice cream. That's okay. I don't like it, but I'm not going to hate you for it. No. So what I'm saying is, my friends, all we have to do is actually just try to empathize with other people. Because empathy usually is a good thing. I don't, I don't know any real situations where someone empathizes with somebody and goes, well, now that I've empathized with you, fuck them. Yeah, I know your leg's hurting, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> My leg's not hurting, so fuck you. Doesn't really work that way. Usually when you use empathy, good things happen. So, my friends, let's start using that and stop kicking each other's asses. It just doesn't help, does it? That's all I'm saying. Segment over. Well, folks, this has been episode number 287 of the S. Anthony Says podcast. I want to thank you guys once again for everything that you do. You cool bastards. You've been very, very nice to me. I appreciate it. Remember, if you like this show, tell a friend. So suggest the show to a friend. If you haven't subscribed, please do. If you love the show and you're listening on a podcast when it gives you the opportunity to rate and review, please feel free to go ahead and rate and review. And please use words like delicious chocolate genius, delicious man, genius, god of podcasting. Mix any of that in you want. I'm just saying you don't have to use those words. <laughs> yes, you do. If you want to talk to yours truly, you can do so by using this address, this address, talk to S. Anthony at gmail.com. T-A-L-K-T-O-S. Anthony at gmail.com. On social media, I'm on Twitter at two places for me specifically at S. Anthony Thomas for the show specifically at S. Anthony says S. Anthony Thomas is my address on Instagram as well. S. Anthony Thomas one is my address on Snapchat. Folks, you're the best. And if you want to listen to this podcast anywhere, all you got to do is just Google S. Anthony Thomas or S. Anthony says, and it'll lead you right to me. OK, and uh, this podcast can be heard damn near everywhere. The home base is S. Anthony, <coughs> excuse me, S. Anthony says dot podbean dot com. This this uh, podcast can be heard on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, iHeartRadio. I'm damn near everywhere, baby. And I'm glad that you've been there with me this entire time. As it turns out, at the end of this month, two things happen. One, I turn 49 near the end of the month. And right before I turn 49, this podcast turns four. Thank you for being with me the whole time. Spread the word, you bastards. I love you. And I will talk to you next week. Going to say goodbye to you the same way I say goodbye every week. I know you're listening in your cars. I know you're listening on the treadmill. I know you're listening walking down the street. Say it with me because you know what's coming on the count of three. Are you ready? Of course you are. Here we go. One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out.